0: How is everybody doing? Welcome into the seventh episode of season two of the Throw It Deep podcast, our seventh of eight divisional previews. And we've finally gotten around to the two East divisions and the ones that our teams play in. So these ones might be a little bit longer. Before we get into all that real quick, I did just want to say Throw It Deep is now on Twitter. You can follow us at Throw It Deep Pod. Uh, We're just kind of trying to uh, connect with a wider audience audience base and uh hopefully get some more people to, to actually listen to this thing we've struggled a little bit with that in the numbers department not that we're doing this for you know to become famous or any, anything <laughs> like
1: that but you know uh it would It'd be nice to get some more listeners here and uh to, you know have, have a w- more widespread community i think twitter is a uh, I don't know being active on social media is definitely a good thing so i'm glad we're doing it and, um, yeah, so it's
0: at Throw It Deep Pod on Twitter. If you want to give us a follow, we would greatly appreciate it. You could be one of our first followers if you if you go ahead and f- go ahead and follow that account. But anyway, like I said, we are going to get into the East Division. We're recording this actually right after the conclusion of the Patriots taking on an NFC East team. The conclusion of the Patriots preseason. I could talk actually, about the, of the preseason in total. I think the last game was the. Yeah. uh the Browns and Falcons without
1: the preseason's over. So next yeah, time we fun. see teams take the field, it will be the regular season.
0: Which is just so awesome. And so awesome. So I don't awesome. want to get on a side tangent here because I could start talking about Mac Jones for the next 30 minutes. And actually we're going to record the NFC East this time, just in case we uh, there's any kind of announcement regarding any kind of AFC East quarterback situation. But, I don't think that's going to happen but regardless we're going to do NFCs first and uh get to AFCs probably later in the week but anyway yeah so I guess we'll get right into it what NFC the worst first. division in football in 2020 well, well and, and this is actually I want
1: I'm glad you said that because I was going to say
0: what, in 2020
1: what better I was going to say what better place to start than my birds but uh I, I want to say that I think every team in this division, that's just kind of something to prove. I mean, we were the, like, laughing stock. I mean, That's the one thing that, I'm, obviously, rivals, we hate each other. But, like, the one thing that we could, like, band together on is, like, wow, it does not feel good to just be battered by every other fan base. So, like, you, like it's the joke division, and I really don't think that's the case this year at all. Um, I don't – I mean, if I had to pick a worse division, it would probably be the AFC South. But um, I do not think it's the, the NFC. I think, prove, I think a lot of these teams have a lot to prove. I think a lot of these teams have a lot
0: of talent. And um yeah, I, I mean, we, we, we could we'd have to have an open debate about if we were just going to say wh- who, who the worst division in football is. I, I, I probably wouldn't argue it's the NFC this year either. But, you know, a seven and th- a seven and nine team is the defending champion. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I, I'm just saying I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Um, I don't either.
0: I, and, you know, we'll, obviously we'll. We'll get into all four teams, but you know, I'll, I'll say right now, my prediction to win is the Washington Football Team, and I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be above five hundred. But uh, I, I definitely think that all four teams are gonna be stronger than last year. Way stronger. How, how could they not be? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, really. Yikes. Uh, anyway, I guess uh, what better place to start than the Philadelphia Eagles? Please, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Give your, uh, give your thoughts and, and, and I'll respond to that. So uh,
1: Rookie head coach, new defensive coordinator. Um, Jalen Hurts is, I mean, I, I, he's the starter, let's let's be honest. Um, oh, I will say before I get into anything, I love the Gardner Minshew pickup. And I think Urban Meyer kind of li- I lied to everybody for like three, four weeks that like, you know, this guy was competing with his number one overall pick and then got rid of him for a sixth. I think if we're going to play the whole quarterback factory thing, uh, bringing in Gardner Minshew is not a bad idea at all. Um, I don't think he's going to compete for the starting job, but. He's, a, he's listed right now as third on the depth. Of chart. The third, yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco is the backup, uh, wh- whatever. Uh, I, don't, I don't really get that. Um, I love Gardner Minshew. I like his heart. I think he's going to be a fan favorite, whether he plays or not. Um, but for the real quarterback of this team, Jalen Hurts, I think this team kind of just rides on him. And the Eagles are in a weird situation. And I think they're in a similar situation as another team in this division in a different way at the at quarterback where it's like either Jalen hurts is better than we all think he is. I'll, I'll start with, with this. I don't, I, I think Jalen hurts is good. Uh, I think he's got a lot, a lot of uh, talent. I think he's has a lot, you know, the whole running thing um, can like bail him out of a lot of, a lot of situations. The fact that he's got wheels, but the thing is either either Jalen hurts is a lot better than I think he is. And a lot of, a lot of, I think fans think he is, or we're going to be in the quarterback market in um, you know, the spring, spring yeah,
0: that, that faith like that faith has never been there Which obviously howie roseman it's there for him because he traded carson wentz but it's just never it seems like no one at least in terms of the fan base has been fully sold on jalen hurts and still isn't there are some jalen hurts like big jalen hurts guy. what is that i mean I'm a, big, I'm a big jalen hurts guy I'll hey, say it. I
1: it. i hope i'm wrong i just look you went one and three in his starts He had a great game against um the Saints then he? Or no, yeah, it was the Saints. Then he had a great game against.
0: Well, against Arizona, right?
1: Arizona, yeah, and is, that it, it was four games. That doesn't scream this is our franchise guy. Can he be absolutely? But I'm uh, I'm a little wary, and I'm I'm gonna be a little you know cautious before I call him that. And kind of yeah. what I was saying is it's it's either he's gonna be this guy, and we're gonna be a way better team than people think we are, or we're gonna be in the quarterback market, and we're kind of wasting. Yeah, I don't want to say we're wasting I, I'm glad we're giving him that chance but I think that we're not going to be terrible with him I think like at worst case and I don't want to give my record prediction already but I do think we're going to go 6 and 11 or, or 7 and 10 and um, that puts you not at the top of the draft well we do have the draft capital to potentially move up if we do want to for a quarterback and I know I'm kind of speaking that I don't I really don't believe in Jalen Hurts but I I, I believe that he's got you know he definitely has potential. it has got a lot of weapons on this roster. I mean, moving off of Jalen Hurts, I think if you look at the Eagles roster. I mean, like this, this is not a bad team at all. I mean, we got, we got weapons. We got, you know, Miles Sanders coming out of the backfield. Um, you know, Devontae Smith, year one. Uh, Jalen Riggers looked better and has progressed a lot through camp. Uh, you bring back a Travis Fulgham. You bring back a Greg Ward. Uh, Quez Watkins is a little rookie of ours. That's uh, getting a, um, a lot of steam. Uh, I love our line. I, I love Jordan Mailata. I think it's a little disappointing that Andre Dillard will probably either be moved or become a backup piece here because he was a first-round pick, in, I believe 2019. But Jordan Mailata, who if you don't know who he is, he played rugby, and um, they brought him in a couple of years ago, and he was like a total like you know had, you know like not ready to play, and he's really developed into a you know starting a lineman in this league. Get Brandon Brooks back. This is a talented team, and I think it's it's really up to Jalen Hurts and I obviously Nick Sirianni, who by the way. I, I think Nick siriana gets a lot of gets a lot of hate because he's he, he's, he's a weird guy um the, the press conference yeah, stuff you, you is, don't
0: say yes I remember
1: yeah. the press conference stuff uh, it, it, it hasn't stopped i mean he's you know he's, he's out there but I think the one thing is he definitely has a locker room behind him if you see like he, he has fun at practice he's wearing players like t-shirts from players I think I think the locker room gets behind him so I mean that's for the offense side of the ball it's for the defensive side of the ball I think everybody's kind of Pointed at, at me as well i mean our secondary has been so terrible for so 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 long and you, you look at the secondary darius slay anthony harris steven nelson rodney mcleod coming back cave wallace in year two uh, avante maddox you know this is a decent secondary and also jonathan gannon who is the new defensive coordinator um was a was a um, defensive backs coach so maybe we get some strength there we obviously have that strong front seven which is getting a little older but um i think this is a good roster i think the eagles my outlook for the team is they're gonna be a pesky team that you know they're they're gonna be close in games, they're gonna be, you know, in ball games, but I don't think that they have the experience, whether it be coaching or quarterback, to take away some of those games. And uh yeah, I'll just I um I forecast that kind of going. I don't know.
0: Seven and ten, six and eleven. I mean, we'll we'll get into record predictions a little later on. I mean the, obviously the you know is the first thing you talked about the story kind of starts and ends with the Eagles this year with Jalen Hurts and uh, I don't know the, the connection I kind of just thought of what you were talking uh reminds me quite a bit actually and I didn't really realize this until right now of the Drew Locke situation kind of after uh, you know second round pick I, I believe Jalen was a second round pick um both kind of getting getting action in the end of their rookie year towards the in kind of games that didn't. Uh, yes. Technically the Eagles were still in the playoff picture, but let's be honest. There were, there were games that didn't matter. Uh, ah. Like, well, yeah, yes. Technically they still could have, you to have told it. me that uh when they were happening, but uh yeah, well, they did not matter. Fair, fair enough. But any, uh, my point, any other division in football, these were meaningless football games. So like a similar situation that, and then, you know, looked, decently good in those four games. I can't remember exactly how many, how many starts drew locked got, but it was, you know, in garbage time at the end of the season and he looked good. And then uh, kind of all the eggs were put into the drew lock basket in year two. And yes, he had Cortland Sutton out and the, the Broncos had kind of a litany of other issues. And, but it just uh, kind of flopped. Well, and that I, was I, of I mean,
1: you can tell that it doesn't matter now when, you know, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback there, right now.
0: Yeah. I, I, that's or, what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know, and here we are a year later, after they had, you know, kind of put all their eggs in the second round pick, second year basket, and he lost the job to Teddy most average quarterback in the world, Bridgewater. Hey. So, I mean, it's, it's just an interesting little connection there that, that I made, but anyway, I, like I'm a believer in Jalen hurts. I, I, I really am. I, I do think that I think this division is anyone's like it's- oh, I totally agree.
1: I, I mean, I mean, call, call me. Uh, I I just said we were probably going to win six or seven games, but call me, call me a crazy fan. I, I, this team can win the division. If if Jalen happens out, there's no way. this, there's no reason
0: this team can win the division. And while of course I'm not going to sit here and predict them to win the division, yeah. I I think that all four of these teams absolutely it's just the nature of the nfc east right now like uh there's just not one there isn't and hasn't been one team to kind of separate themselves from the rest of the division and i can't even remember the last time the last, I guess maybe, the last the, time there were
1: back-to-back division winners i believe is 2003
0: 2004 yeah so, and so yeah obviously in, in back-to-back years it hasn't happened in 15 years i guess dallas you know the last time with early in the days of In Dak and Zeke's rookie year, they won what thirteen games or something like that. But then they they
1: fell off the year after
0: that. That's so like you know when we won the Super Bowl. Teams haven't been dominant. Teams have not been dominant in that division, kind of year to year, obviously, and and it's kind of been rare that one team has ran away with the division altogether. So I don't know. I think we're going to see another exciting race to the till the end in the NFC East.
1: I agree. Um I I, I don't think and I, and I say that I'll I don't go with, I'm going to
0: struggle with predictions in this one, I think.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking about it um kind of all day as we were going to do this um today. I was kind of thinking I don't think any of these teams are going to pull out and be 12 and 5, 13 and 4, whatever, but I don't think any of these teams are going to be at worst, like a five and 12. I mean, I, th- th- this is a very close. Divi- I don't think, yeah, I
0: don't think there's a team in this division that's going to be in contention for like a top three pick or anything like that. No. But well, I uh... mean, but if, if it were one, like, but if it were one, it's probably going to be the Eagles.
1: Of, for a top three pick I mean if everything goes wrong again Jesus
0: yeah, so, I mean like I think if everything uh-huh. goes wrong for the Eagles it's they're in a worse off spot than if every oh yeah. I, I
1: I, I think I think we're too I, I'm not going to say good I think we're too not bad to have a top three pick even with even if everything because because even if say Jalen stinks and I, I don't think he will I again I, I I think it'll be all right if Jalen stinks you still have Minshew and Flacco and I guess Minshew won one game last year but I think this team's a lot better than the Jaguars last year and I don't know. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, for now, I, I I'm not gonna say I think the Eagles are gonna you know make make any hay, but I, I will say I don't think they're gonna be a pushover. But yeah, I,
0: I I I would agree with that assessment. I think that's a a, a fair. May, there might even be more. Might even be less biased than my Patriots take that we'll have uh, whenever whenever we record the A's. I think I think you're level-headed and fair with with your expectations of the Eagles this year. Yeah, for once. <laughs> for once, yeah, but I mean, we'll move into another team. Let's talk about let's talk about the New York Giants, a team I just watched
1: in the preseason. I'm glad you made the segue because I said, um, another team in this division is kind of in a similar but different situation. Ah, the quarterback, and I think it's it's Daniel Jones. Listen, Daniel Jones is we know who Daniel Jones is, he's pretty mediocre. He's all right. He's, I think, he gets a lot of hate, um, for just kind of being t- shitty. I don't think he is at all.
0: I think he's all right. And I really the thing is, Daniel Jones. I feel like no Giants fan. I, I you'll struggle oh. to find a Giant fan that like believes in Jalen when Daniel Daniel Jones. Where I don't think that's as much the case with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles.
1: You think? You think there are more Eagles fans that believe in Jalen Hurts? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree, but and, and probably for good reason because there's right, reason for hope. So. For,
0: rightfully so. Rightfully so. reason
1: for hope with it with, with um, Jalen Hurts, With Daniel Jones. It's you know what you get, and I feel like this is this is a good roster now. We. Got, I, I'm also glad we're celebrating them today because that offensive line is an issue. It's, it's, it's bad. Andrew Thomas looked awful today.
0: Yeah. Josh Uche from, uh, from the Patriot, he made him, made him look like a turnstile tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah he looked awful. I'm, um, I'm sure of all preseasons. Well.
1: And, uh, I, I think Daniel Jones, give him a good offensive line, um, can figure it, figure it out with they have great weapons on this offense. I mean, and they have a great defense, um, a gritty defense. And I love that secondary. I love the way they play. Um, there but the thing is Bring
0: Laurie Jackson as well to add to it this year I, I'm a big fan of that Giants secondary yeah I
1: mean uh, um, well I hate them but I, 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 I'm a fan of I'm a fan of, of who they are on the field um, and I, I just think you're in a situation where you have a good team and it's like this this could be a year where you have Daniel Jones you're not going to lose that many games but you're going to be at probably best eight win at worst the five five win and you're not going to be in that top you know Rattler Howell Slovis whoever you want to pick range and it's, it's, I don't even, I don't want to say they're wasting a season because I don't think they're that good, but it's just they're in this limbo season where it's either Daniel Jones is going to prove to be way better than, than we think he is, or we're stuck looking for a quarterback in five
0: months. So here's the thing the, the Giants management kind of really threw all their, I've said this term now twice on the show and this in this episode, but literally through all, of their eggs into the Daniel Jones basket this off season. you bring in Kenny Galladay on a huge deal. You spend your first round pick. Uh, yes. They did trade down from, I guess, it was 11 or 12. Uh, and they got a
1: haul for it too. And
0: they got, and they did get another first round credit to Dave Gettleman. That was a good trade, but you also take that 20th pick and you, and again, this was both of one of our favorite guys in the draft, but you take another receiver and Kadarius Tony and you kind of, it, no, it, it was a weird pick. It didn't really make a whole lot of as much as you know, as much as both of us loved him going into the draft. It, it, that was a quite a head scratcher of a pick, and I still think he's going to be a great player in the league. Yeah. But that that being said, they 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 kind of did everything to uh, to correct the the any excuse you could make for Daniel Jones in 2020. And so you bring in Kenny Galladay, you bring in Kadarius Toney, obviously bring in Kyle Rudolph as well to go along with, uh, to go along with Evan Ingram, who yes, admittedly has. Yeah. I mean, I think he was okay. Um, I mean, he played, he got a few snaps early on, but anyway, yeah, you bring in Kyle Rudolph to, to go along with Evan Ingram who admittedly has had his issues of drops and such, but is, is still a talented player in his own right. I mean, and obviously you, you hope that you have a healthy Saquon back. Uh, this this team offensively, there's some – I mean, the pieces are there. There's there's no excuse now for Daniel Jones to not perform in 2021.
1: That line. That line,
0: well, the, line the line's not good. The line's terrible. not good. But it, it, it's better than what Eli Manning was working with the last few years. Of his and,
1: and they were terrible.
0: I mean, they were terrible, yes. They have
1: right. a better defense now. And I, I, I think I, – I mean, again – Hate the Giants, but I love Joe Judge. I absolutely love oh, Joe man. Judge. I love his intensity. He's Huge awesome. fan of Joe Judge. He's awesome. So I think if there's anybody. I think I
0: think his guys do. like him a lot too, and I think they want to play for him. I mean, Joe Judge. Joe Judge is a guy who I think these guys want to play for, and are going to play but, hard. Him. I. I, I, he- I.
1: Again, I. I still think this team goes that gets down to the line. If the line can perform, that they, they can do big things. But I. Again. Daniel Jones isn't isn't like good enough to overcome that. I think if you again if you gave him a great offensive line with that with those weapons, Daniel Jones could figure that out 100%. He's capable of that, but he, he's not capable of he's he's not Russell Wilson with 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 that offensive yeah. line. So but
0: and that being said like uh, of course he's not Russell Wilson. I I'm not completely out on Daniel Jones. I, no, I mean no, never he, mind. I think he's all right. I think he's. I, I I think Giants fans hate him a little bit more than uh, than what is due, and it's not. I I don't know who they would have wanted them to take. It's not. It's still better than than taking Haskins at that point. <laughs> if you want to go all the way back to there, so would you know the guy that a lot of them wanted, but Daniel Jones, yeah, he has some tools. Like he's just got to cut down on the turnovers. He's got to be a, become a smarter player. He's got to protect the football better. Like you know, not not even just throwing picks. He's a serial fumbler. If he can cut down on the turnovers and. Can kind of do what he like, do what he does, manage games, get the ball to Saquon Barkley. They, keep in mind, I mean that's a that's a massive part of their offense that they were down in 2020, and that's coming back, yeah. So I mean, if, if Saquon is back and and he's himself, I, I I think this Giants offense can can do some things. I don't think it's going to be a top offense in the league by any means. I don't. I think Daniel Jones has a ceiling, but if he can reach that ceiling, this could be a playoff team.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't forget that deep that that defense played with so much heart down the stretch last year. I uh, I mean, uh, they're they a scary bunch. Uh, I spe- I got especially that back four.
0: So yeah, I yeah, I'm a big fan of their linebacker room as well with Lorenzo. Yeah, Colton, Blake Tate
1: Martinez. Radford. The play Blake Martinez made today.
0: Like, I I even said after the pick, I was like, you know what, Cam, uh, I honestly thought that was a damn good throw, and Blake Martinez what? made a hell of a play on it. So, I mean, Cam's stat line tonight was two of five for ten yards and a pick, but uh, I'm not taking too much stock into it.
1: No, perception is everything, so.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, even the secondary, too, Bradbury kind of, James Bradbury kind of blossomed into one of the better quarterbacks in the national football league in 2020 and then opposite you bring him you bring in a dory jackson opposite of him then you still have logan ryan and jabril peppers in the secondary this julian a, love and julian love as well like uh Andrew mckinney this is a, you drive don't roll tide uh, real uh <laughs> i think he had, a, he had a great week of practice by the way i think he picked off mac jones a couple of times but anyway uh xavier mckinney I mean, as well, you draft uh, Aziza Ojalari out of Georgia for another pass rushing present. I mean, this is a this is a formidable defense, and it does not get the credit it deserves. I think the Giants are, without a doubt, a top ten to twelve defense in the league. Absolutely.
1: Again, I this is a talented team. I like the coaching. It literally comes down to to me because I think Daniel Jones is capable enough. It comes down to that line, and, and 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 you know what? I don't I don't think it's going to hold up after seeing what I saw today.
0: Yeah, it was um, bad today. It was really I bad. I, was, I will preseason. say
1: it's preseason, but
0: I think the Patriots also have an underrated and, and very deep pass rushing group. Uh, Absolutely. you know, I, I think it's going to be one of the best in the league this year. And you know, so which, but that's the measuring stick you want for your starting offensive line. You know, and well, uh, you don't want to see them getting blown up like Well, I'll come back with this.
1: Think of some of the better front sevens in football. The, the team, they I think there are two of them that they got to play twice. Um, I don't care. Us we're all healthy. I know we're aging, but we, don't forget we brought in a Ryan Kerrigan, um, yeah. and then and then Washington, who's got probably maybe
0: the best front seven in the league. So yeah, um, the obvious one there. Yeah, I, that that that's honestly a really good point because that's you know Washington especially that's you can't block that that's two losses. Uh, I mean, two losses. You, there's no there's no way to beat two to meet the, two, t- two the best team in the division. So. I, there's just no way. And again, you know, we, we said we think this is going to be a close division and go down to the end If the giants want to be in that race. You know, you got to beat Washington at least once Mm -hmm. and yeah, matchup. That's a really good point. Matchup wise. That's just, I don't know. I like Andrew Thomas has to develop into at least something. And you
1: hope that, I mean, I I hope that he doesn't, but, but you hope that he would. And today was really, 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 really bad.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems like how have the Giants not figured this? It's like the same issue they've had for, it seems like a decade.
1: Yeah. It's it's, since those Super Bowl teams, since it was Christine and David Deal. It seems like we've had these. You
0: would would think that they, at a certain (laughs) point, they would start to address. Yes, they drafted Andrew Thomas last year in the first round, but I mean, You saw that. I mean, the Cowboys, I think, is the best example of this. You know, Jerry Jones built one of the built the best offensive line in football through like five straight years of taking offensive linemen in the first round. And it paid off for him. By the time by the time Dak was a rookie, they had the best offensive line in the National Football League. I don't I don't know why teams don't do that more often, just kind of start on like a few years, like process of rebuilding the line.
1: Yeah, I, I like to bring up the Cowboys because that that is one part of their offense that, and now I guess a lot of those players are um, aging or retired even. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, we we know who Will Hernandez is at this point. I think he's his third year and he's kind of eh. Um, she- Nate Solder was Nate Solder was a terrible pickup. I mean, like yeah, you you, you guys <laughs> dodged a bullet by not re-signing him.
0: Yeah, you know, and Belichick is not gonna is not gonna be the loser on, on when a guy gets a huge deal and it doesn't pan out, it's rarely going to be that it came from Bill Belichick that he got a huge deal.
1: Right. No, he, 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 he knew when to fold him.
0: And you know, uh, yeah, it has been a complete disaster for him. So I mean, it, it's not like they have done nothing to address it over the past. They've season. tried
1: to address it. It just hasn't well, worked. It's and, and that's the most frustrating thing as a fan in any sport. When um you, you try to address a
0: hole and just, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and I and I don't know what you do at at this point going forward. I mean, you have, you have Shane. Right. LeMille, also, also for-
1: you you invested yeah. your egg. You you put your eggs in these baskets. They got to. Uh,
0: they have to pan have out. Performer
1: the- or, or they have to perform. Or it's back to the drawing board. Unfortunately, fortunately. Now,
0: last thing on the Giants before we we move into the. I guess we'll we'll do the Cowboys next. But uh, now. How many games do you think they have to win, and how good does Daniel Jones have to look for Dave Gettleman to keep his job? Because I think he's firmly on the hot seat. Again, you, you, you there was obviously big question marks surrounding Daniel Jones already. He doubled down. He took, signed Kenny Galladay to an eighty million dollar deal, and he drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round. All the you know he's he's all in on Daniel Jones, and if it doesn't work out, it's gonna be on his it's gonna be on his. So I Those like I, last year, like six and ten. I think it was six and ten. Oh, uh, that sounds
1: right. Yep, six and ten. Uh, I think they got to be above five hundred. I would agree. I, I they gotta be. I think they got to go nine and eight for him to keep his job because I re-
0: hasn't. I, I think they might need to make the playoffs. The, the,
1: uh, and, yeah, maybe. And 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 the thing is, I, I think in this division ten will probably do it. But the thing is, you know, yeah, you like you said, he reinvested in. He invested in the offense, and I think he had to invest on the, on the line a little. I, I think that Tony pick could have been a lineman. And, yeah, uh, I
0: don't know who. I mean, I know after Slater and Sewell, the tackle depth kind of in that draft wasn't great. But I, I mean, I don't doubt they could have they could have addressed it somehow. Also, yes. also, well, didn't if I'm not mistaken, the Chargers drafted Slater what thirteenth? They could have not <laughs> traded down and taken Slater. That, that's, uh, that's something to think about. But I mean, that I'm not going to criticize. Uh, I'm not going to criticize Dave Gettleman. For I'm looking the at the Giants' schedule right now. It is not pretty. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't think any. I think the whole NFC is, to, is taking. away. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, that, that's that's the way it'll be, except we get to play the um, the worst of the, of the bunch.
0: Oh, in um, terms of the extra AFC? Yeah. Game? Oh, but we, oh, got-
1: oh, oh, we actually we got the Jets, <laughs> luckily. We got the Cowboys, so. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But, I mean, um, Denver – uh, don't forget. So so what, let let let's literally look at this this matchup. Denver. So you got Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Washington. All those guys. Um, Atlanta. That's a winnable game. New Orleans with that defensive front. Dallas. That's a winnable game. The Rams with Aaron Donald. And the list goes on. Where it's like I think this is going to be a reoccurring thing for this team, but that they just can't handle a pass rush.
0: And if that's the case, they're not going to win that many football games. Nope. And I mean. I mean football, you know, not to be a, an old man purist, but, you know, it starts and ends in the trenches. It starts and ends in the trenches.
1: You could have, you, could have, I mean, you know, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice in a bad line. And it doesn't, you know, only so much you can do. Know,
0: so, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's an interesting – Little conundrum there to, to think how, how good the Giants have to do for Dave Gettleman to keep his job, but yeah, I look for Dave Gettleman's name on the unemployment line following this season. We'll see what happens, but that's about all I got on the Giants. Let's move into the Cowboys. Um, an interesting one,
1: an interesting one, because you, you know what? I think every year, we, <laughs> I think every year we go into um, a football season, and I think everybody wants uh, or uh, starts to get convinced maybe the Cowboys are gonna make some noise. I think mean, the Cowboys are always like, like up there with the favorites. And you know what? We, don't forget the first five games last year, how good that offense
0: was. Yeah, but they went what? One and four? One and four. And the one win was against Atlanta, and that on Saturday. And, that,
1: kick? and, the, and the, it was like they got gifted the win.
0: And so yeah i mean i think the offense is going to be great <laughs> but
1: but like I, I, I mean i i hope they lose every game 45 to 52 because i have a back pressure
0: are they your least favorite team in football
1: oh, come on sports
0: all right yeah in sports in sports or, I, hate that. <laughs> I mean the the offense it's it's gonna be damn good again i i unless is not yeah. isn't 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 back to himself and you know I I'm on the record. I'm not a big Dak guy. I don't really, uh, I don't, I used to say he sucks. I don't think he sucks, but I don't, I
1: don't.
0: think Dak doesn't suck.
1: He's just, he, uh, I don't even know how to put it into words. He's just kind of like, I I need to see him take over games. I I, I need to see him control it. He, he does what he needs to do in this. He's got the best tools in the league. I, I I'll go as far to say it. I think, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup are probably the best, you know, one, two, three receiver core in the league. Probably,
0: right? I would argue Tampa, but yes, right. Okay, okay, right okay. There, okay.
1: They're, yeah. uh, forgot about Tampa, but they're they're top three.
0: I would agree with that. Yes,
1: uh, them Tampa and probably the Chiefs, I guess, um, just because of what they can do in that offense.
0: Yeah, Travis Kelsey, if you want to count him as a receiver, right. yeah, you fine to say.
1: But um, I I think you and then you and then you also have Ezekiel Elliott. So you give Dak all the tools in the world and he's more than capable, especially with that line of theirs. So um, they're they are, to be they are,
0: you know, they're not far from the same team line wise. I mean, you still do have Tyron Smith and Connor Williams and lay Collins on the right side as well, but you know, it's, it is a, a not Martin's the same line for four years. It, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty eh. Is Zach Martin's still around too. No,
1: no, he's not. Yes, he is. Wait, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh up there though. He's about 30 years old now. So and, and, and the thing is we we could talk all about this offense. The reason they don't win games is because the defense is so terrible. Like so Wait, terrible.
0: Well they were well, they were should have been 0 and five to start the year, and it wasn't it wasn't because of Dak Prescott.
1: It was because of that defense, the, and 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 this team's going to be ma- make or break with the defense. Always is, always will be. Also, Mike McCarthy sucks, so I'm not a fan at all. I don't know. if I, I've seen two episodes of Hard Knocks. Um,
0: I actually I only watched the first one, uh, and it was kind of it was too, a little too much Dak and Zeke for me. Lot of Dak, a lot
1: a lot of, <laughs> of Dak. It's like, like their like relationship. It, it was definitely weird, but um. I actually did get, get gain a lot of respect for Dak through this on I mean, you uh, through watching those two episodes and I'm sure I'll get to the next ones after or sometime but um I don't know uh, I, I I saw a lot of his heart in there but uh, not not to go off on a tangent of Dak Prescott's uh, will um again yeah it, it's, it's gonna end with there it's gonna start and it's gonna end and it's going to end with that defense I don't I, I don't think they can overcome the, the holes there
0: Besides, they drafted Micah Parsons, obviously. Do they do really anything else? to dra- uh, Would you sign Keanu Neal? It's a very
1: similar team as last year. I mean, you'll have Neville, Neville Gallimore come back for a second near uh, Randy Gregory.
0: DeMarcus you got to hope that, that Trayvon Diggs starts to make a leap now in, in year three, I guess it'll be. But wow, he's yeah. been, kind, he's been pretty, pretty average. Pretty below average, considering yeah. how the whole secondary has been playing. And you know, I don't think that, I don't think it's really just due to the fact that he's probably the best player in, maybe the worst secondary in football. And I don't think he's that spectacular. I, I think, I think Trayvon Diggs would be a like a fantastic CB two or like even even like a CB one just in a in a more competent secondary that he might right. have some safety help over the top. But I mean, you know, Trayvon Diggs isn't that shut-down he's just guy. He's going to get
1: picked on. He's just going to get picked on. I mean, yeah. I mean he's, he's just not. <laughs> Tampa Week One
0: has ooh scary yeah. potential. He's just not gonna ever be. I don't think the the guy you build your secondary around. No, and the the guy the guy off offenses scheme for, and uh, you know. I I,
1: I I thought it was interesting because the Cowboys are, are oh have always been one of those teams that kind of go out and get players when they need them or when they want them. I thought it was interesting when the whole Xavier and Howard thing was going on that they didn't uh, throw a flyer over there. Yeah, I
0: and. That that's what still an ongoing thing that nothing. No, I, I,
1: I think he got his extension. I, I I think he's a dolphin. Like he's a. I I, I want to say a that. Smart, a
0: smart move by the Dolphins. Absolutely. And uh, and with that uh,
1: being said, Dallas probably should have never let go of Byron Jones.
0: What about? I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's paid more than Xavier Howard. Yeah. What about him?
1: Oh, I I said Dallas should never let him go.
0: I, like I, I agree to an extent. Although, like, uh, there's something to be said about the fact that you know, the guy, the guy was ma- paid what eighty five million dollars, something like that.
1: I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, it, 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 it is a lot of dough. But I mean, Dallas has got it, and th- th- the secondaries is holding them back. I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of talent. On they've
0: them. they've had so many misses with that. Like, remember Morris Claiborne? <laughs> he was sp- supposed <laughs> he to be really- like. A- did he start as a Jet or no? He started as a Cowboy. No, I think the Cowboys drafted him if like I'm not mistaken. Sixth overall,
1: and he was like yeah. And uh, where'd you go? Was it was it LSU or was it like LSU? A yeah, LSU. yeah, he's a no.
0: <laughs> and like it seems like said you know we brought up the line with the Giants. It seems like secondary for the Cowboys has been an issue for a decade as well.
1: Yeah, and 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 it's good that they're going to be made and made make or break. At that secondary. And I think they're going to be able to win a lot of ball games just because of how good that offense is. I mean, this team's going to put up points. This team's going to put up points. And don't forget, like, look at the look at the linebacker room. Like, Vander Ash is back. Keanu Neal's in the team. Jalen Smith. Micah Parsons.
0: You know, I've you know i seen like, I do like the linebacker room a lot on paper. A lot of these guys are a little bit bigger in name. Vander Ash and, and Jalen Smith have both struggled the past two years quite a bit. uh You know, they're sure but uh vander def- has had a lot of injury stuff going on so hey yeah. vander i i do like van Der i think he's a uh he's a gritty dude he seems like a, a good leader and uh you know he was definitely in his first i i guess this would probably be year four for him now either year four or five that he's entering uh i can't remember but uh you know first two first year or two he was really really damn good linebacker and uh i don't know he's had certainly had some injury issues and I don't know if it's an issue of skiing, new coach. You bring in McCarthy, you know, he struggled in 2020. Jalen Smith has completely fallen off as well. He he was downright awful in 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, I, they're talented.
1: I mean, you're going to have to imagine that defense is probably going to uh, uh, improve a little bit because that whole defense.
0: I mean, it has to. Like, again, you're working from pretty much net zero. You still have Demar, like, definitely formidable pass rush. You brought up Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, like, it's it's not like it's not like you got no one on that defensive by any means, but they were just so damn bad. so bad. I, I, they got they got names. They got names. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and, and names certainly
1: does not equal success. So I don't know. I, I I do think they'll obviously be better than last year just because Dak coming back. I mean, whether he's whether what he's capable of or not
0: was uh, was Dan Quinn their defensive was Dan Quinn their defensive coordinator last year.
1: I believe he is their defensive.
0: Or is coordinator. That- or is that No, no, he is now. I just looked it up. I'm just, was he their defensive coordinator last year? Or no, he was he was still the head coach oh, of the Falcons. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. He, he, he right, so you bring you you bring in a new defensive coordinator and Dan Quinn Who more has staff-
1: seated as a defensive coach.
0: Well, I mean, he was the he, he was the Seattle Legion of Boom defensive coordinator.
1: I mean, recently.
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, obviously uh, you know, that was Hit the reason for the end of his tenure in Atlanta. But I really do – I do like to think that was more of an issue of lack of personnel than Dan Quinn's scheming. He is a brilliant defensive mind. He obviously had a ton of talent to work with in Seattle, but he was the uh, the mastermind of that Legion of Boom defense. Yeah, I mean, got to give him a little bit of credit for that. Also, he went to Morristown High School. He so did go to Morristown High School. Uh, so uh, let's uh – I'm a Dan Quinn guy. I like Dan Quinn. I like Dan Quinn as <laughs> well. I, yeah, I, 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 hope I didn't realize playing. that he was he was serving as defensive coordinator. So yes, I yes, I, yes. I definitely think that the Cowboys have more pieces on their defense than than Atlanta had on theirs.
1: I mean, we're we're we're, we're talking like thirty two and thirty one in terms of defenses. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. fair fair enough. Yeah. But, um, you, but no, but I,
1: no, I I would agree. I would agree. In, in
0: I, I would hope that that Dan Quinn can at least do do something with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you're working from net zero, so I would you know rock bottom. You can only go up from here. I, I would like to think that, that Dan Quinn is going to, you know, he's not going to turn him into a top 10 defense or anything like that. But if you can, if, with an offense like that, if you can play middle of the road, you can have the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th best defense in the league. And you're still going to win a lot of games just, but, if, but if you're going to, I mean, you can't have a, a top three offense and, and waste it on like the 32nd ranked defense.
1: Exactly. So, I, I, but like we said with the Giants, their ceiling is as as, as far as the defense is going to go, and that's yeah. really all there is to say.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I so that leaves us with with one more team, and like I said, I'll tell you now, I the team that I'm going to predict to win this division, the first, the first, the first repeat, teams. the first repeat division winners in what eighteen years in this division, if I they think- if they want to get it done.
1: More so ever in my life in football have I never been so – I don't even know what the word is. It's it, – it's. I love this team. I love this team, and I hate that they're in my division. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I yeah. love I, I love this team from top to bottom. I love their coach. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, you imagine he's the quarterback. Antonio Gibson's one of my favorite players in the league. You love Scary Terry. Curtis Samuel's coming in. Adam Humphreys has always been a guy
0: that, you know, I, I, I always like Adam Humphreys. I always think he's kind of like a Walmart Julian Edelman. Yeah, he kinda he kinda stiffed the Patriots and took less money from the Titans. So I kinda actually hate Adam Humphreys, but uh, you know, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> the defense here. Yeah. And they bring in a Jameen Davis, which was a great pick.
0: That, that, that was the first thing I was gonna bring up because I think uh I think Jameen Davis is gonna win defensive rookie of the year. I'm so, so wow. hot for Jameen Davis. I like I, like I, I think I was way higher on him than I was on o- Owusu Okamura, the Notre Dame guy, or whatever. I, uh, there, it wasn't the deepest uh, linebacker class by any means, but I, I was higher on Jameen Davis than I was on Micah Parsons, like, you know, a admit, guy. Admittedly, I, you know, I, most of my. Uh, being high on him came from Daniel Jeremiah, who's one of my favorite and most most trusted pre-draft analysts. But uh, he was very high on Daniel Jeremiah. He called him his his red star prospect, meaning like he would put everything on the table. This guy's going to be a hell of a player in the NFL. And uh, yet, yeah, you mean, Davis, you know, he's an athletic free. He's more athletic than Micah Parsons. I really do believe that, you know, obviously uh, Parsons kind of has been the bigger name and in, 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 in draft circles for years now. And Jameen Davis is a bit more under the radar, but he's an athletic freak in his own, right? I think he's going to have a hundred tackles behind that front four. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's it, like it's going to help due to the fact that he has the best, the, the best defensive line in football he's going to be playing behind, but I, you can easily see him with a hundred tackles this year.
1: Absolutely, and I, I, I think, and it's weird now that I say it because I think every team kind of has a make-or-break situation. and We all love Brian Fitzpatrick. I'm moving to the offense. It's it's, it's him. It's him. And, and and the thing is, we've seen it literally his entire career. He'll have like a three-game stretch where he's just unbelievable. It's usually the beginning of the year where he's unbelievable, and then he's just like dog water. He's terrible, and then he comes back, and then he gets benched, and then he comes back, and he's unbelievable. And then, and I think that's gonna if if they had it like a like a formidable quarterback that was gonna go in there. This is a twelve. This is like a serious. I agree. Division.
0: Yeah, like I've been saying all offseason. I think they're you know obviously the Deshaun Watson stuff. You know the they were kind of the brakes were put on any anyone trading for Deshaun Watson. Obviously Philly was in those discussions as well. But you yeah, know, I of block a trade to Philly. What? Well, yeah, I, I did say. I mean, what? I don't even. I don't want to spend airtime talking about. Sean Watson, but prefer, at at least before like at least for right now, but like uh, you know, I was I I'd said all offseason I thought that Washington was the best match. It was the best situation for him just due to the fact that I think they're a spectacular roster that is just a quarterback away. I mean, Fitz Fitz can do enough to win them the division this year. Absolutely. I mean, they won the division with a combination of Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, uh, Steven Montez, and Taylor Heineke last year. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But, uh, stay on Taylor
1: Heineke for a second. I think if Fitz does have those rough stretches, I mean, Taylor Heineke played well last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's no, like I am. Mean, I mean, he's a little older than people would imagine. I believe he's twenty eight years old, so it's not like he's going to get any better. Um, what you see yeah. is probably what you get with him, and you know who Fitz is. Uh, and I, I, again, that that's what's going to hold them back from you know being a 12, 13, 11 win team, probably. But I, I I do think they're the division winner and, and a playoff team in this division.
0: Would division. would you give consideration to starting Heineke over Fitzpatrick? I mean, I'm just, not
1: I'm not at training camp, but uh, I, yeah, it should definitely be a um, battle.
0: Well. yeah. I mean, he was damn—he was damn good in that game against Tampa Bay, and can't, like yeah, one like, of the better performances of the playoffs. And, and it was—it was gritty. It was tight. You know, he had his guys behind him. He was diving. He was diving, not sliding into the end zone. I mean, that, I, I'm a big fan of
1: Taylor Heineke's. Me too. I I, I do think that. Um... Fitzpatrick will probably be the week one starter against the Chargers. I mean, he, right. w- I mean
0: he probably should be. Like, uh, yeah, He probably
1: should be, but I I, I do forecast that there's going to be that few week stretch uh, where he struggles and Haneke will come in and then maybe he'll get hurt or something and then Fitzpatrick will come back in. And they're going to be in a quarterback limbo, which I, I wish they did take the initiative to go out and get someone because I think – I what I'm
0: saying, they're in a tough spot now because – they're a good – they're a roster that I think is good enough to win 10 games at least this year. very um, at least with, with that quarterback room, in my opinion. With the quarterback room being what it is, I think they're good enough to win 10 games as it is, and I think they're going to win 10 games. But after at that point, what, what do you do quarterback-wise? It obviously, Fitz, you know, he might be okay this year, but he's still like 38, 39 years old. It's not like he's going to be your quarterback. Like, at that point, you don't have – the draft capital or you're you're probably sitting best case scenario If Washington achieves everything they want to this year they could be picking in the 20s so uh, I mean what their quarterback purgatory is the right word because they're they're just gonna be in that limbo of being a good team that they have to make it they have to make a, a, a move. Not through the draft, I think, to uh, to and, solve it, and, and, and I'm not even saying now. I'm saying next offseason. And
1: we said we wouldn't waste time on it. But what makes the most sense here? It's, it's, it's Deshaun Watson. It's Deshaun and Watson.
0: I, and I don't. We're talking a year down the line, so you could throw Aaron Rodgers' name in that hat too, if you want. And 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 oh, damn it, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I uh, yeah, that's a Super
1: Bowl team. It. That's a Super Bowl team. Aaron yeah. Rodgers and that put that's a Super Bowl team. 100%. That's
0: a that's a that bit of a pipe dream. I I I mean I don't think that's going to ha- I I firmly do believe I think Rodgers is going to end up in Denver next year, but that's neither here nor there now. But uh yeah, I mean uh, it's got to be a Watson or a Rodgers or or or, or, or or
1: or maybe Rodgers ends up in uh Vegas and yeah, you're sitting Derek there Carr with Derek Carr, yeah. I I, I
0: like that. I like uh I think Derek Carr would be enough to, for, for them to compete for, you know. Like, I would agree. If, like if if you're trying to solve your quarterback issue not through the draft like and the, there are two and again we have no idea what's going to be going on with with Deshaun Watson uh legally a year from now uh but yeah I'm putting my hands up on that but uh you know if he's available and able to play football in 2022 you, you got to go out and get
1: it absolutely
0: and you know, I our our Giants fans friends in the group chat tonight when uh, Daniel Jones threw a really bad pick uh, on the one yard line, he, he he was running to the outside and just threw it completely back on back into the back across his body. Easy. Pay. It wasn't, wasn't close to his guy. It was pretty bad. And immediately the first thing, uh Cataldo and will start saying in the group is, is go get Watson next year. And you know, the giants are another team, like, again, like same thing. I think they're not, not quite the same thing because I think Washington's a much better roster, but similar situation in that I think they're a, a solid roster all around but definitely obviously they have other issues outside of quarterback but they're held back by the quarterback situation and acquiring a guy like that next year would solve this so i i the, we'll say it hurts is but you might have three teams in the quarterback market next offseason the nfc I, I i
1: i think um
0: like i think
1: more than likely probably Washington will be, and I think likely the Giants will be. in. I, I say it's so, so we'll see what happens with Jalen Hurts. But yeah, you'll probably have two or three teams in the uh, quarterback market, and and, and so we, we we have come to the conclusion that we got quarterback problems in the NFC East.
0: That, that, that's not really the uh, the point we were going into this one with, but it's kind of the point we've talked ourselves into here.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, going forward, I mean. Like you said, I mean, there's just like what else can you say about this Washington defense? Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Duran Payne, Montez Sweat, John Bostick, Jameen Davis, and Cole Holcomb. What an awesome front seven.
1: Scary because they're all
0: young. It's, it's just so, they're all awesome. so young. And like, Chase Young has only scratched the surface of what I mean, we Look haven't me had last a, year. You know, he is he's a star. He's a stud. That's he's a-, such a
1: goddamn good football player. could win defensive player of the year this year.
0: I, I i honestly, if I were to make a bet on it, I, I, I think chase young would be a really, he'd probably get decent odds on it. At least I, I think that's a, a very good bet for defensive player of the year this year. Chase young, I think is, is, uh, you know, he got his feet under him his rookie year and I think he's ready to explode in the sophomore year. I think, um, it's so awesome. What, uh, Again, it's, it's like
1: I, I, they're a division rival, but I don't hate this team just because of everybody on it and everybody around it. It's so awesome, but, you know, Ron Rivera comes in and just the culture change right away. I mean, think about how terrible we looked at Washington, you know, a year and a half ago. Like, they're just yeah. a mess. And then, you know, Ron Rivera comes into the situation
0: and now they're just – they're out. I, I'd have to contend – He's certainly the best coach in the NFC. He's like oh, head, really. and sh- head and shoulders above above the other. I mean, Joe Judge, jury's still out. Obviously, Sirianni, jury's still out. And then Mike McCarthy is Mike McCarthy. He did win a Super Bowl. Fair enough. But I, you know, I which Ron Rivera can't say. So fair enough to Mike. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, look at
1: that Carolina team in 2015. Like, yeah, it's Cam Newton's best year of his career. Yeah, you have Luke Kuechly, you quarterbacks, that defense. But that was not. I not a 15 win team
0: talent No, I mean, look at that receiver room. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, Kevin Benjamin didn't play
1: all year. It was Ted Ginn.
0: Yeah, Cam Newton won MVP thrown to the likes of, of Ted Ginn and, like, Devin Funchess.
1: Yeah, so i was Devin Funchess even on that team. I mean, we're
0: going I don't, I don't know. It was the first first Panthers name, first Panthers receiver name that came to mind.
1: I know Calvin Benjamin got hurt preseason, and I, I, it's, actually, it's actually funny that um, we talked with them because I was in North Carolina at that point uh, living there. And um, I was like, oh, they're done. Devin funtress just wasn't that team, so I guess he was wide receiver too. Jericho agree. Greg, Greg, Greg Olson had a big year. That's another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Ron, Ron Rivera is a hell of a football
1: coach. Hell of a football coach. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'd be hard-pressed to uh, – I think the only the only thing holding this team back is their quarterback room, and I think they can figure it out. Um, I, I saw a couple of reports. It makes me happy as a fantasy owner, but also as a fan of the player. Um, but they're going to try to use Antonio Gibson in that McCaffrey role, which is sweet.
0: Yeah, and I, I obviously no one's McCaffrey, but the, having a having a guy like that in your offense who can who can essentially act as two players for you. I, a good example of it last year, I think, is Aaron Jones with the Packers as well. Just a guy who, when, when you're that talented catching the ball in the backfield, and that I mean you're you're essentially sir. That's why. When we had the conversation of, oh, I don't think you should pay running backs, it's a little bit different when, uh, when they are essentially two players on your offense.
1: Exactly. I mean, and there are only so many of them. And I, and, and I, and I left out of that whole – I don't know if you're a siren – but I left out of that whole I'll mix of Derrick Henry. That's another guy that you pay because he wears down your defense. Like Derrick Henry is an anomaly, but the, the, the type of running backs that are kind of, like you said, they're two players in one. I think Antonio Gibson has the uh, potential to be that kind of player, uh, especially yeah. as he was a wide receiver in college, believe it or not. So, um.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, so a guy who <laughs> already has that, already already we know he can run routes and we know he can catch the football. So. Okay. I'm a big fan. I know you. I know you. You've fallen in love with him because he uh, he contributed to your fantasy run. But man, I that, that that that's a hell of a football player as well. Yeah,
1: uh, hell of a team. So uh, you you want to move into predictions or? Uh... Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess this is as
0: good a time as any. Uh, I think we both have Washington at the top of our predictions here, but that's probably uh, I got Washington. I I think ten and seven. Ten and seven, flat. Uh, you know, if everything. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Fitzpatrick can put it together for a full season. This team could win 12 games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, if, if they had a quarterback, this is a 12-13 win team. Absolutely. I, I'm going to – I'll say 10-7. and seven. Yeah, I mean, 10-7, and seven, maybe 11-6. Safe pick, 10-7. That's what I think. After what you got after that? You got you got the Eagles? No. <laughs> Dallas.
1: Really? Yeah, I, I I and I wanted to put the Giants here. I wanted to. Put, I wanted to put the Eagles, obviously. Um, I wanted to put the Giants here. And okay, but before I give you my next three teams, I do think any of any of these teams could be better than than the ten win Washington. I really do. Um, yeah. I I think the Eagles and the Cowboys have more potential to be just because I think the Giants offensive line is the most crippling. Um, I don't know what the word is like cripple. I don't know that thing thing holding. <laughs> Krip, kryptonite is the word is, yeah, is the biggest kryptonite here are these teams that they have their problems. I don't, think they're going to be able to overcome it would be a 10 11 win team. I do think the, I really do think if everything clicks for the Eagles, this is a 10 11, it could be a 10 11 win team, but I don't. Everything, think everything clicks. Everything. A- everything.
0: Clicks. Absolutely. Everything clicks. Co-
1: coaching's perfect. Whatever. I think really well, I do agree split.
0: with you like a little bit, just in the sense that I, you know, we've kind of pointed out uh, again for Washington, I think is not included in this, but we're talking about the battle for second place here in terms of with with Dallas and uh, Dallas and uh, New York, uh, they kind of each have this big fatal flaw that like is going to be the, the death of them, obviously. Defense, defense, and, and secondary wise for the Cowboys, and then uh, for for the Giants, it's the line. The Eagles don't really have that. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not exactly. saying that that exactly. the roster's on the same because I do think the Giants probably have a better roster, and uh, you absolutely. can they do. They have better oh, weapons, better yeah. defense, absolutely. Like uh, I think, but both teams have better top to bottom rosters without a doubt. But they're all the, the Eagles. I, I think they both have that giant flaw that that will cost them games, and the Eagles kind of. Well, while, while I don't. They think just aren't, aren't
1: that, that good, or
0: proven. They're just not that good. Like they're but there's not one horrible position group on their team.
1: No, they used to be the secondary and is isn't there anymore. And that's what that's that's like. Oh wow, wait, maybe they will. Maybe they will. You know. So, I, I, I I'm not going to predict and, that they uh, will. I, I,
0: I, I'm not going to go out
1: and say that they will, but I'm going to go out and say that they can. And that's why I'm going to put the Cowboys at two because I, I think that um, of those crippling flaws. Their crippling flaw is less crippling than the Giants' flaw. And I think they have such a good offense that it's going to win them games. Um, and I'm going to put
0: them at an eight and nine or nine. Damn it. I, damn it. Uh, like, uh, this is what we, we. This is what happens every time we like talk each I think other. We talk
1: it through, and yeah,
0: then we, we and then it, like come to the rational. We come to the, come rational, come right. to the rational prediction. I'll, I'll also begrudgingly take Dallas to finish second in this division. At you know, I would hope, I would hopefully seven and ten, but I think probably eight and nine is uh eight and nine is a fair assessment. This is these predictions. Well, I I think we're gonna end up with the exact same standings here. Uh, maybe not. I record- don't think we are. I think you're going to be surprised. Interesting then, but, uh, like, this division is is one, like I said at the beginning of the show, these, these predictions, I, I, I'm struggling the most with these than, than any other division just due to the fact that so – anyway. I think it's the only division in football where all four teams have a shot to win the division, and I think it's the only division in football where it's going to take probably not more than 10 wins to win the division.
1: I agree. I agree. So th- third place – I uh, have the New York Giants. Like, I don't want to put the Eagles I, So so, so he, he, here's the here's the thing. Again, I I if if I had to go out there, I'm going out there and saying what if it's gonna happen is gonna happen. But this is a very unpredictable division. And I think on paper, proven last year, second year head coach, or maybe second, second. Not-
0: yeah, I'm changing mine. I'm changing mine. I, I got the Giants third and the Eagles fourth. I'm putting the Giants second uh, at nine. Wow. And I'm putting the Giants second at nine and eight, and I'm putting the Cowboys third at seven and ten. Wow. Uh, and I'll go with the Eagles fourth at, you know, six and 11, five I and I think 12. the Eagles
1: are finishing six and 11 or seven and ten, and the Giants are finishing seven and ten or eight and eight. Uh, You know, I – If I had to go out there and say something. And, hey, <laughs> you, you know the cliche, set your expectations low. Maybe they'll win eight games. Uh, you know.
0: There's some there's just something about this Giants team. I, I like him, man. I mean, and, and I'm not even a big fan. I'm not I'm not a like we said, we kind of came to the same conclusion. I'm not a Daniel Jones complete hater by any means, but I I I'm not I'm not sold on him. But again, that being said, there's just something about this giants team. I love Joe Judge. I think he's one of the one of the grittiest dudes in football. I, lo- I mean, I, th- I think his guys love playing for him, and I really do love that Giants defense. So if Daniel Jones can do enough, there's no reason why this Giants team can't win eight or nine games.
1: I, I, it's the offensive line for me. It's the, it, I'll be honest. I, I, I like the Giants. I hate the Giants. Again, I have to keep saying when I say I like the Giants. Um, I like this team enough that I think, again, you give – Forget Daniel Jones. You give them a good offensive line, they can win. That same thing with uh, Washington and the quarterback, they can win eleven, twelve games.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I think, I, and again, I'm kind of contradicting I'm, myself from earlier. I just feel like the Cowboys' defense is. I think both both fatal flaws there are going to cost them like roughly the same amount of games. And I just, and I just, I like what the I like the Giants more than the cow i i don't know what uh, it comes down to coaching for me i think i i'm just not a believer in like what i i just
1: i just personally the cowboys offense to me if i have to go out there and say something and i i, I you know again i, I think the Giants offensive
0: line is more of a problem than the cowboys secondary this year that's like and that's a that's a fine argument but again they're both just disasters so you know i may maybe it's we should just finish second in the division who knows <laughs>
1: You know what? Uh, that's an interesting take. Maybe they're, they're just such disasters, and the Eagles are just, yeah, we'll win eight wins, and we have eight wins. and no sneak, wins into, sneak into that second-place spot. I don't know. I mean, like we – we, we probably don't want that. I mean, I, that probably would be – that's
0: not a good thing. It's not going to do anything for you.
1: No. But uh, I, I guess at that point, maybe you have more faith in Jalen Hurts. But, again, I, I, I don't – Jalen Hurts is, a, is a, maybe a starter, but he's not going to win you a championship, and that's my kind of whole thing with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think that's fair until he proves otherwise. I, I will. It'll be interesting what 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 the conversations are about Jalen Hurts this time next year. I mean, I, I mean, because uh-huh. Philly's either going to have another quarterback. There or are not. some people
1: that think Jalen Hurts is going to go out there and have like, I, I mean, delusional fans, in my opinion. But uh, it's going to go out there and have like an MVP like season, which I think is just
0: that. I far from that, but I. I'm a believe. I think more so than you. I'm a believer that Jalen Hurts can be really good. I Probably. I, and you know that's a little bit of Alabama bias is attached. A little bit of Alabama bias is attached to that. But I mean, the kid. The- He's got a <laughs> lot of heart. He's, He's got. A,
1: I I I love the kid. I, I mean, I I hope more than anything he succeeds. I really do. I I just I I wonder what his ceiling really is.
0: And. Uh, I don't know. Real, re- real, quick. You think uh, who, 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 you, who would you rather have if you could have one or the other right now? Mac Jones or Jalen Hurts? Mac Jones. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like, I liked a lot what I saw it in, but I, I not I, I uh, well, Believe me, it's gonna. We, we got a Mac Jones show coming. If, uh, if there are any Patriots fans who are waiting on that, that's about all I got on this division. There's been me about well. an hour.
1: Uh, I mean, it's, it's actually a lot of fun talking about it because I, I, I think it's really I think I think maybe one of the more interesting divisions just in terms of, you know, ceiling floor, how wide that gap is. Any of these teams with the division any of these teams can finish last. I don't well, like think we've
0: possibly. said. Well, like we've said with every division, you know, every division is interesting to us due to the fact that we're odd oddballs. Uh, in terms of how much we like NFL football, but yeah, I, I, I do agree. I mean, it, one of the wackier, but I think more exciting divisions in football. I, I'm really excited to watch some some NFC East football this year. I mean, and, me too. And I, yeah, you probably more so than me. But as a as a neutral NFL fan, I'm. I it's just going to be a good division to watch. I like good defense, interesting quarterback play. Just a lot of uh, awesome, like uh, really a lot of characters, coach coach wise, uh, Sirianni included in that w- as well now too. So some weird uh,
1: stuff's gonna happen here too. You like some, you know, someone's gonna the get. Countdown's
0: hurt. on though. like uh, literally two weeks, two weeks from right now, we will be uh, we will be discussing week one of the NFL season. So that feels pretty damn good. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's about all I got. We got one more divisional preview for you guys. It's going to be the AFCs. We're going to talk Mac Jones. We're going to talk the Buffalo Bills. We're going to talk Tua Tagovailoa. We're going to, I guess, talk about the Jets as well. Hey, Zach Wilson. Anyway, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some Zach Wilson, who has been good in the preseason. By the way, I mean the Jets are an interesting one as well with Robert Sala. I'm uh, really, really excited to talk about what I do believe is honestly one of the best divisions in football in the AFC East. But uh, we'll get to that probably later in the week. Thank you guys for listening. If you did tune in for this whole hour of NFC East football debate, and we will, uh, we will see you next time. See you.